0: Hello and welcome to the Bobby podcast. My name is Bobby Kazmaier and for the past year and a half I've been uploading, creating content on TikTok, Instagram, using this podcast to showcase my journey in eating disorder recovery after overcoming and dealing with several eating disorders over the past few years. um, I decided to launch this podcast in August of 2021 because I really wanted to find a longer form of content to To talk about e d recovery and the the ups and downs of it, and how to navigate through recovery and the just everything about it because i I love talking about this stuff after dealing with one for so long um dealing with an e d for so long. I love talking about this stuff and inspiring and helping people because that's I feel like that's like my it's been my true calling um, you know after struggling for so long. Um, so I launched this podcast. I've, uh, grown a following of 200,000 people on TikTok, which still blows my mind to this day. Just like I said, creating content on ED recovery, food freedom, all that just good, great stuff. Um, it's been an incredible journey. Um, I, I really, I I really love doing this stuff. Um, it's been, it's been amazing and I love, I'm just going to keep continuing, To create content. I love recording podcasts. I love posting on TikTok. I love helping other people. It's truly amazing. Um, And I also just want to reiterate the fact that I am not a professional. Um, I'm not a nutritionist. I am not a recovery coach. I am not licensed. I'm not certified. So anything I say in this podcast is simply from my experience. I'm not offering weight loss advice. I'm not offering anything that I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you to do anything this is simply just me talking about my experiences in ED Recovery and how I've been able to navigate them and learn from them and hopefully help to help inspire other people. So I hope you enjoy the episode and have a great day. Okay, let's dive into this episode. Um, before I do, I just want to thank anyone and everyone who's currently listening to this who have listened to... Any episode of mine, if you listen to all my episodes, that's amazing. I really do appreciate it. Like you have no idea how much it actually means that people actually enjoy listening to me talk for long periods of time. Um, I really appreciate it. The support goes such a long way. Um, I think I'm going to start reading off reviews um, from my podcast. So uh, if you're up for it, leave a review and maybe you'll get featured in a future episode. I got to start. I got to remind myself to to do that because I've been, pushing that off for some reason. I always forget. So leave a review. It helps the podcast and I could feature you on if you leave a, a review and I could feature you. So keep that in mind. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the minor like changes, tweaks, um, additions, you could say, that I've made in my life. Um, very minuscule in the short term, but in the long term in my eating disorder recovery, they've gone such a long way. Um, like they've surpassed my expectations um, for how much they benefited me in my relationship with food, with exercise, body image, whatever it may be. Like these small things I'm going to get into have gone to such a long way and they've made recovering a lot easier because um, obviously, you know, recovering is, is one of the hardest things you can do. Obviously, it's more than worth it. But it can be hard and I want to make it easier for you. So uh, I'm going to share some of these minor additions, minor tweaks, minor realizations I've had in my recovery that has led me to having a more successful and easier time recovering. And these come up a lot um, in real life, if that makes sense. Like some of these um, specific examples I'm going to explain have come have come up in my real life or it's helped me prepare for events that happen in my real life. Um, So not only does this internally help me recovering, but when I'm out in public, like going out to eat or have some social event, um, it it just makes it like these little tweaks I've made have made going to those events, going out to eat, whatever, whatever it may be, it's made it so much easier, um, which I didn't necessarily, I'm not gonna say I didn't expect it to get easier, but like I said, like these small changes have surpassed my expectations. Like it's insane how how much of a difference these small things these small things have made. So let's start getting into them, so I can stop rambling. Okay, so first up, um, saying it out loud, it kind of makes it seem more prominent than it is. It it may seem like a more larger deal than it actually is, but when I explain it in full, it'll make sense how I guess minuscule it is. Um, but it's slowly adding calories or slowly adding food into my meals, if that makes, like, so for example, if I'm making, like, I, before I would have, like, eggs on toast, right, instead of using uh, Frank's red hot sauce, I would use ketchup, or, um, what else do I use, just something else that isn't, like, a zero-calorie sauce, or, like, putting just, like, seasonings on them, I would, like, slowly add in something really minor, like, ketchup on the side, like I said, um or if i'm having like sausage or some kind of like protein i would add like barbecue sauce or like honey mustard things i would normally in the past like be hesitant to add into my food cuz i'm like in my head i'm like oh my god like these extra calories like i, I can't I, I can't have that that's that's just no like, that, that that that's forbidden i can't have um like sprinkles on my ice cream i can't have hot fudge i can't you know like these little things that can seem very frightening and like fearful um, adding them in slowly has gone a long way because i've been doing this for a while or like even adding like just a handful of like nuts onto a yogurt bowl or something like that um something as simple as that has gone such a long way because it's helped me understand that it's not that serious (laughs) it's like i know i hammer this point a lot that as serious as it is to fuel our bodies correctly and to eat enough and like food is a very serious like we need it to live it's very serious but it's also not that serious in the sense where if I add a handful of nuts to my yogurt, or if I add, um, loads of ketchup onto my eggs or onto my burger, or if I add cheese on my burger, like if I, if I have these additives, these extra pieces to whatever I'm eating, um, while like, you know, while you're doing this, you're adding calories. And like that, like I said, that can be fearful, like adding on extra calories. Cause you're worried about the repercussions of doing that. Um, but over time, as you do this, you know, I would do this every day. I would, like, slowly – like, I think I would pick, like, one meal a day where I would, like, add something um, new into my diet, into something I was eating. Um, Like, adding honey to my oats. Like, I would add uh, a couple of teaspoons of honey to my oatmeal with peanut butter. Like, normally I would have oatmeal with banana, peanut butter, cinnamon. But now you add in honey and, like, that's – or, like, syrup or something else. Just having these little additives, these little additions to your food um, – Though it's more calories and that can seem really frightening, it goes such a long way because the more you do it, the more you realize you're totally fine and like, it's not that big of a deal and you're going to be okay if you add a little bit of honey to your oats or if you add ketchup to your burger or if you add hot fudge to your ice cream, like it's going to be okay. Um, so consistently doing that, it's really just made food a lot more fun as well because now my my brain is now like, it's it knows that it's going to be fine if I'm adding more food to my food. <laughs> That's like the best way I can put it in my head or into words is adding more food to your food, adding like, cause it's not necessarily just like toppings, but you know, I could be, yeah. Toppings, condiments, whatever it may be. Like you add food to your food, doing that has kind of relaxed my brain <clears throat> in my mind in the sense where it's like, I'm going to be okay if I add more calories to my food. And even if it's like the most minuscule tiny change, because over time now, if I go out <clears throat> Excuse me, if I go out for dinner or out for lunch or out for breakfast, whatever, maybe if I go out to eat something, I know I'm going to be okay if, um, the chef puts a little extra like butter into my pasta or some, anything like that. Like it just, it, it's prepared me to going out in public with food and preparing like for social events. It's like doing this on my own, adding in little tiny, um, I don't know. I like just adding in adding in food to my food <laughs> has has gone such a long way. And I highly recommend like doing what I did and starting out like with one meal at a time. Like, um and obviously do it intuitively. Like don't <laughs> don't add like ketchup to your yogurt or something. Like, I mean I, if you want to be my guest. Like I'm not gonna judge. I don't judge the way people eat, but like I don't know. You, you don't do it just to do it. Do it where like it's applicable. Um, you know, just like don't just you know, slather on like just the most random food combinations together. Um, I guess you never know though. Yeah, man, I guess you could come up with the next great food combination invention with that, but just, just do what you think feels best with it. Um, like, like I said, my favorite ones are the honey and the oatmeal, uh, scoop of nuts into my yogurt parfaits, like, um, ketchup or like barbecue sauce on meats. Cause you know, like the old me would use the traditional like zero calorie dressings, sweeteners, um, sauces like i would always go for like the lower to zero calorie versions but even like doing something as simple as going switching from like unsweetened almond milk to the full sweetened almond milk i guess um like the regular one that goes a long way too because again the more you do it the more you realize like just making petite and tiny changes like that don't make that much of a difference if any at all in the long run like because i've been doing this for multiple months now and i've I feel better. If anything, I don't, I'm not worried about how it's affecting how I look. I feel great. Like that's, you know, if it was affecting how I felt physically, physically, then that's one thing. And I would adjust accordingly, but like, I feel as good as I ever have been. And it's, I just have like that mental freedom as well. And it's helped me overcome these, these former fears of like never having, um, higher calorie options when it comes to like sauces, condiments um and anything like that like dressings whatever because you know it's (laughs) it really does it it makes such a huge difference and i know like it can sound really scary because you know you go all this time of like avoiding these certain you 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 avoid these exact scenarios and these exact foods and toppings dressings you you avoid these so diving headfirst into something that you've been avoiding for a while can be really scary and and it can be tricky to um, dive into but if you just do it one time you wake up the next morning and you realize you're totally fine. You're safe. You're still healthy. Like you you don't look any different. Like nothing about you has changed. After you go through that one time, um, you'll realize it's like, oh my God, like I can keep doing this and I'll still be, I'll still be okay. So, (laughs) um, I highly recommend doing this. It, It really, like I said, it's really scary. It can be really scary, but, um, at first, but you know, the more you do it the, with anything, I say this all the time, like with anything in recovering or in recovery, like the more repetitions you get in with these tactics, these ideas, these habits, the more reps you get in, the easier it gets. Um, which, you know, that, that, that's self-explanatory, but that's just, that's how it is. And the more you do it, I promise you, like you'll feel so much better about, um, food it, just in general, just, and you're also widening, widening what you're eating. Like you're expanding your diet a little bit as well. You, you feel you're you you feel so much more at peace with what you're eating and especially if that's what you want because there were so many times where I would like avoid like say I was craving ice cream with whipped cream hot fudge sprinkles but I would like say no to the hot fudge because in my mind it's like nope that's too many calories you can't be having that but once you flip the switch and say okay yes I am going to get exactly what I want and you eat it and you enjoy it If you're so much more in tune with what you actually like and what you don't, Um, and like I said, the more you do it, the easier it gets. So I I highly recommend trying this. Okay, up next, this one is regarding um, exercise and movement. So I've mentioned plenty of times, I've had a very, in the past, I've had a very unhealthy relationship with my Apple Watch. Um in the sense where I would like to become really over obsessive with what the numbers said. And I would, you know, do whatever I could to hit my hit those move goals and the stand goals and the, um, it hit X amount of steps a day. Like I, I would, I was so enamored with that. Um, and obviously now I'm at a point where like, I don't really care anymore. Like, it, you know, I still, I'll, I'll use it. I'll track my workouts. I'll track my steps, but it's not in an unhealthy way. It's like, it, it's just there. Like it, <laughs> I, I don't think anything of it. If I, um, only walked 4,000 steps a day. Like I I don't care anymore. It's, it's whatever. I don't, I don't care. Um, so I still wear it, but what I do now (laughs) is I pick one time a week where if I'm going, if I know I'm going to exercise, whether that's, I go for a walk, I do like a high intensity interval training workout. I lift, I play basketball, whatever, whatever I'm doing, I pick one workout During that week, where I don't wear my watch at all, I don't wear it. I don't track the workout, and that just gives me a a once-a-week reminder that (laughs) you don't need to have the watch on. You don't need to have the Fitbit on. Um, Like I, I promise, the movement that you do, it it still counts. I don't know. Like (laughs) you're not um, discrediting what you're doing if you're not tracking it or if you're not wearing a watch and this device that really doesn't know much about you uh nothing is going to change if you're not wearing it so um, because like i said i still like to use it i still think it has very useful tools um and i'm now at a point where i have a much healthier relationship with it it's so weird to say like having a relationship with a, a watch but that's just that's just how i describe it um so having that like once a week reassurance that It's like, oh yeah, like I don't need to wear this watch. Like I I can still go work out without it. I can still exercise without it. Um, like and that's that's all good. And like (laughs) it it just it really does put into perspective like how much we can how much emphasis we can place on these devices um, that are on our wrists. Like like I said, like I the watch is really cool. It has so many cool features. I like how all my notifications go straight to it instead of my phone. That makes life a lot easier because I don't have to have my phone on me all the time. It just, I love the watch. But like I said, there was a period of time there where I was just so obsessive over what the numbers said. And the numbers aren't even accurate. Like They're not 100% accurate at all. And I was just so enamored on what it was saying, what these numbers were telling me. Um, so simply just taking off my watch for one workout a week, like I'm not even saying do it every day, do it. I'm not saying don't wear it, but just like once a week, um, I decide to not wear it for whatever it may be. Um, just because it helps me reassure the fact that I don't need it to exercise. And it, I, it, it helps me feel better about the exercise I'm doing as well. Because like, um, cause th- there would be times where it's like, I see, I don't have, um my my move goal all the way completed so I would like force like a half mile walk to get it even though I'd be really sore and I I wouldn't really want to actually go just do it just to just to fill that ring or if I saw it was at you know 9,700 steps I would oh I would walk the last 300 to get 10,000 but it's like I now realize like I don't need to do that um you you just don't because like I think I said this in like a recent podcast episode (laughs) I recorded um, but it's like, what are you actually doing it for? Like, if you ask me how many steps I got two days ago, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so, you know, constantly reminding myself that that it really doesn't matter. Like the watch is there. To, it's it's there to be a tool for you. It's there to help you. Um, like I, for example, a, a reason why I love the watch now is it tells me I can figure out how far of a distance. A point point A to point B is if I if I go on a walk. So in the event where I don't wear a watch for that walk, I know how far I'm going in my head. It, 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 like features like that is it, <laughs> is why the watch is there. It's not there for you to constantly be worried and placing so much time and emphasis on this watch. It's, like it's, that that's not why it's there. It, you're not it's not there for you to please it, <laughs> and um, it, that, that's not why it's there. It's there to help you. Um, but only to a certain extent, you don't want it to become obsessive. So taking it off once a week for X, Y, Z workout exercise, whatever it may be, it goes a really long way. I know sounds like a broken record when I say it goes a really long way, but it really does. Like I, like I, I've been doing this for the past couple months and like it, there, there are times now where I like I want to do it more often. Like I, I want to like push it to like twice a week, three times a week where I don't wear my watch. Cause I, I know I like I I'm getting the, this weekly reminder reassurance that I don't need it. Um, and it doesn't hold any power over me anymore. Um, so I think I might actually try boosting it up to like two times, three times during the week. Um, because like, I know if someone were to, if, if my watch were to just die today, like if it were to just die, or break or crack or something like that. I'd be content with that. I'd be okay. I don't. I'm at a place where I don't need it anymore. Like I said, I use it because I, I do use it for its right reasons and it's helpful. Um, but if it were to just crash and die and I would never be able, be able to use it again, that's I'm content with that. And doing this once a week, not wearing it while I work out has been a huge reason why. All right, the next minor addition or change I've made to my life that has strongly boosted and benefited my recovery is it's this one's one word it's a one word answer and the word is yes saying yes to everything that you are offered um, whether it be someone asking you hey do you want to grab lunch do you want to grab dinner do you want to grab breakfast um, do you want to grab a coffee like that along with the spontaneous like oh I brought I bought you this like cookie I bought you this brownie i bought you this slice of pizza like do you want it and the answer is yes unless you like actually don't like the food (laughs) um like if someone brought me an olive i'd be like hell no because i don't like olives but in the past if someone would like were to bring me a cupcake or they make cookies and they wanted me to try one um I'd be hesitant. I'd be hesitant to say yes, because I'd be like, oh, well, this food wasn't in my plan. Like I, I wasn't supposed to eat this today. Like This is, you know, I I can't do this. This this I can't go overboard with my calories. And oh my God, like, like you start like to mentally go like crazy, like in your mind, it's like running a million miles an hour over a cookie. And it's like, really? Like, it's like, like just thinking it from my point of view in the past, it's like, I was really like this nervous about eating a cookie. Someone like spent multiple hours making and they wanted me to try it and i was like thinking about saying no because of the calories in it i didn't know what was in it and it's like it's so crazy when you really break it down um so simply saying yes anytime you're offered something whether it be an occasion to go out or someone offers offers, offers you something spontaneously say yes because you also you, you might gain a really cool experience out of it um like there have been instances where like I would say yes to like I, I'd apply this principle. I, someone would ask me to go somewhere for food. I'd say yes, and um, I'd go. And I something crazy that you know some crazy story would happen that I could tell for years because I decided to say yes. Like you know, there have been times where I've you know one time someone asked me to go off for food. I said yes, and we went, and I ran ran into someone who I hadn't seen in years. And we had like a really long conversation and it was nice, so nice to catch up and like see how they were doing. And like, um, and if I didn't say yes, that I never would have had that experience and I wouldn't know how they were doing And we ended up hanging out a couple more times after that because of that one interaction we had because I said yes to the initial invitation. So you never know how far saying yes can take you. So that's why anytime now someone asks me to go for food, unless I actually can't go, like if I have other priorities, other plans, you know, made ahead of time. Um, and I actually can't go, I'll say no, but you know, if I had nothing to do and my, the only potential reason for me saying no is cause I'm afraid of the food that's going to be there. Um, I'm saying yes, every single time, because there's also, and I just think back to all of the years of just missed memories that I, I, I cannot have, I, I missed out on because I said no, because of the food that was going to be there. And it's crazy to just think about, um, Looking back, because like I, I mentioned this story earlier of how I met this or how I ran 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 into someone. I cannot talk right now. How I ran into someone who I hadn't seen in years. I mentioned that, and um I just think how many times I missed out on potential stories like that because I said no. Like think of all the potential experiences and outcomes and opportunities that could have arisen if I just said yes to certain things I said no to in the past. I know that could be you know far fetched. Like oh like you know. Uh, he he just asked you to get coffee and you're thinking about like this giant what if but you never know like you never know, um, so that does it frustrates me to this day and it will for years because it's like, <laughs> you know, I could have met my soulmate if I said yes to this one thing, um, so I always keep that in the back of my mind as well whenever you know someone offers me to get food or that someone brings me something that they may they want me to try or um you know anything of, of that nature I just I always make sure to say yes if I you know if I can um if I can actually go or if I can actually you know, eat that food or if I actually like that food, you know, I'll say yes, because what's the worst that happens? You ate a cookie, (laughs) you ate a brownie. Like I, like, this is what I tell myself in my head. It's like, what's the worst, what's the worst that happens? You eat a brownie. Oh my God, the world's collapsing, but it's, it's not like you had a brownie and it's going to be fine. And then I tie that back into my analogy that I use for myself that I posted about a couple of times where it's like, you try and think of every, every single bite of food you took like two weeks ago and you can't do it because it's, it's been two weeks and like time has passed and life has moved on. So then it just helps me like it alleviates the feeling of like the anxiety around the food you're eating in this present moment, because in two weeks you're not even going to be thinking about it anyways. You know, most likely, at least for me, I don't think about what I ate two weeks ago and it goes back to the watch analogy. I couldn't tell you how many steps I got two days ago. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So it's like, I take all that into the, into factor or into factor. Is that English? I take that into factor. That doesn't sound right. I take that into account. Um, when someone offers me to go somewhere that involves food, or I'm going somewhere that some event that involves food or someone makes me something like I always make sure to say yes, if I can, because you never know what can happen when you say yes. Okay. This next one out of context would make zero sense to anyone. Like if someone, had no idea who I am, or what I do, what I talk about, specifically only listen to this segment of this episode, they would not tie any connection to eating disorders with what I'm about to say. But this next thing I've been uh, doing for myself that has benefited me greatly is I'm just not, I'm not bringing my phone with me in the bathroom in the morning when I first wake up. <laughs> like I said, out of context, that sounds a little interesting, but for me, this one is more tailored around body image, body dysmorphia, because I've you know been around the block a few times with body dysmorphia um, struggles. And something I would do in the past is every single morning, the first thing I would do is I would uh, take a picture of my myself shirtless in the mirror um, every single day to see if I looked different than the day before, and if the food I ate the day before affected how I looked today. And I would do that every single morning, and I would dictate my mood based on how that picture looked. Um, and simply not bringing my phone into the bathroom with me obviously avoids that. Yes, there's still a chance where I can, you know, look at myself in the mirror and analyze and overanalyze and, um, you know, analyze my body and, you know, look at myself and judge myself and critique myself. Yeah, that that's still a possibility, Um, but I'm not taking a picture of it. I, it's not going to be everlasting on my phone. Cause like, you know, there would literally be times I would, I would take that picture and I would like zoom in on it and like really just, I don't know, just, I would just overanalyze it to a point where it's like, what am I, like, what am I even looking for? Like, I don't, I think about it now. It's like, what was I looking for? Like, you know, like my body really doesn't, it doesn't change day to day. Like it, it, and there's so many factors that could have, that, that could um, change the, the way I perceive myself and like how I look. Um, for example, if I had a day where like I ate a lot of salty foods, then yeah, I'm naturally going to look bloated the next day. That's just, I, I just naturally am. But I would, instead of viewing it in that way, I would just say, oh, well, I obviously gained a lot of weight yesterday. I, I'm i going to restrict food today. But no, no, do not do that. <laughs> Former me, don't do that. Um, so like literally just I wake up and something else I do too is like I, I will walk in with a shirt on in the bathroom now. Um Cause like I, I, sleep with my shirt off if it's really hot and, you know, just off second nature. When I first wake up, if I have to go to the bathroom, I'll like just not thinking about putting a shirt on cause by what I, it's right there. And like, you know, but uh, I'll put a shirt on and that will, you know, signal to me like, okay, like don't, you know, it, it just significantly lowers the chance. I will um, critique my body anyway, and look at it and analyze it and judge it. And um, so the, the, the lethal combination of not bringing a phone in, nor not wearing a shirt, no, not, no, not bringing my phone in and wearing a shirt to the bathroom freezing in the morning has gone a long way because I also, um, like I just mentioned, like if I didn't like what I saw in the mirror, that would totally affect how much I would eat that day or what I would eat that day um, over something so minor and so insignificant in the long run that only I would notice. No one, like to the naked eye, no one would notice any difference that I would notice in the mirror, but obviously, you know, I mean, if I saw it, I I was like, okay, this has to be addressed immediately. So I'm not going to eat this today. I'm going to eat this certain way. I'm going to exercise double the the amount, like um, all just so unnecessary. (laughs) So now that I don't bring my phone in the bathroom with me, if I remember I won't, or I'll wear a shirt. If I remember, Um, eliminating the, the idea of looking at myself in the mirror has made a lot easier to eat the way i normally would on a on a regular basis it significantly lowers the guilt i would feel um that i normally would experience if i were back to my old habits um like the the guilt around food is so much less it doesn't happen as frequently um and it helps on days especially where like i know if life gets in the way and i overate the day before um which is again if you just generally speaking overeating is fine it's okay that's one of my biggest reminders that i like to share is like overeating is fine we are human life goes on it's it's part of life we overeat you know there's no way around it i feel like it feels at times it feels to be inevitable obviously it's not preferred but it just happens events celebrations birthdays like life happens so just that's your regular reminder that overeating is okay um and it happens and life will move on eventually um but like on the days where I knew in my head I overate the day before, um, it made it a lot easier to eat normally because what what I like to do the day after I overeat is not restrict. I like to eat the way I normally would eat because I know one day of overeating doesn't change anything. Um, and if in the past I knew I would overeat and I'd look at myself in the mirror, like I keep saying, I would restrict. But now that I'm not doing that. It's, it makes it so much easier to eat the way I would normally eat because it minimizes the guilt. That guilt is not there. I don't. I'm not looking for anything to critique. So I'm not gonna be like, oh, I, I don't deserve to eat this bread because I don't like the way my abs look. It's just like I, that's not there anymore. That's that's all erased. It's all gone. So to simply not <laughs> bring my phone to the bathroom. Oh, and also, I've deleted all of my old pictures that I would take because um, I I had a whole album. I think there was who off the top of my head, I think there was like 700 <laughs> photos in there, uh, like like multiple years worth of photos in there, which is insane to even think about. Um, but those are all gone. I, I got rid of those from my phone. They're deleted. I cannot look at them. They're out of my recently recently deleted album as well. So I can't even get them back if I tried. So they're all gone. <laughs> so there's no memory of how it would. You know, I I can't compare my body to the way I I used to look. I can't because those photos are gone, and I'm not looking myself at all. um, Like I'm not looking to critique myself at all or analyze my body at all in the mirror anymore, um, simply because I'm not bringing my phone to the bathroom with me and I'm wearing a shirt in the morning. So those those two kind of go hand in hand. So I highly recommend trying that if you if you find yourself in that same boat as I was in. I know, obviously, not everyone is has dealt with this issue that I dealt with. Or this exact situation, but if you have and you find yourself in that same same boat, um, I highly recommend this as well. It really <laughs> it goes a long way. <laughs> so with these four minor additions, changes, tweaks that I've um, put forward into my life, um, they've gone <laughs> they've gone such a long way. As I keep saying a million times, um, it made my life better. It's made recovering a lot easier. Um, everything about these things, although hard at first, very hard at first. Like many habits you build, they're really hard to do at first. But the more reps you get in, the more often you do it, the easier it gets, and you will see the benefits and you'll see the results that they that they bring or that come with them. Like, like you know, and then it's it's great to look back on too because like you know, if you told me two years ago I would uh, be using olive oil to cook instead of like the, the zero calorie spray, I'd call you crazy. But like, cause there was a scenario like a week ago or a couple weeks ago and I was on vacation and we didn't have spray, like, like the, the, the we didn't, we didn't have the spray. We just had olive oil and I had to use it. But because I had prepared myself by, you know, going back to that first, um, change, the slowly adding things in the swapping out, pam spray the the spray with actual olive oil i've been i've done that multiple times up to that point so when the time came in real life where i needed to or like i had no choice but to use the olive oil i was okay with it i was content because i knew nothing was going to go wrong and by the way the food tastes better (laughs) my eggs tasted a lot better with actual olive oil instead of the spray so that's just another benefit right there the food tasted so much better um like it, it just prepares you for real life scenarios that will happen and scenarios and situations where in the past I would have freaked out inside and like, you know, um, would have felt so anxious. Um, that's gone for the most part. You know, like I said, there's still times where it's like, it it can be tough because, you know, recovering is never linear. Like I always say, it's, it's not a straight line. Um, you're going to have those bad moments and it's, that's totally fine. You're not any less recovered. Like you're not back at square one. I promise you're not, but it's made everything so much easier. Um, and it's making recovering, I guess more efficient like because um, I'm just so much more equ- equipped for what life throws at me because if you have an eating disorder, if you struggle with food or exercise and body image, like you know like life will throw some shit at you that you have to <laughs> deal with that you don't necessarily want to deal with even though for so many other people that's, it's natural and normal, but you know, for, for those of us who have struggled in the past or currently, or, um, it, 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 it can be tough. (laughs) There are certain things in life that to some is completely normal, but for others, it's tough. Um, so applying these four, um, tweaks to my life has significantly decreased my stress, my anxiety, the guilt that I had once experienced around food, my body image, exercise i physically feel a lot better this specifically goes back to the watch example um i feel more intuitive in my exercise because like i said there would be times where i would do certain movements and exercise to satisfy what the watch said but now that i know that it's not that important it's not that serious and like it's just a watch dude like I find myself not needing to exercise as much as like, I, I exercise to the extent where I feel as best. Like if I, like I know now when I'm going overboard and I stop it immediately and I say, okay, this is just too much. Your body's feeling that you're sore, you're tired, you're lethargic, you're fatigued. Like you, like I can feel it. Um, but in the past I would like kind of force through it, but now I'm much more intuitive with it. I, rest when I need to rest, because you need to know and understand when your body needs rest, rest is so important. Rest is honestly, like rest days, get honestly be more important than your training, training days, because like your muscles, your body, it, it has to recover, it has to rest. Um I know that can be really tough to deal with, especially when it comes to the feeling of like not earning or deserving food, but food is not something that is earned ever, we need it to live, we, we need, a, we need a lot of it just to sustain our our body systems, our organs, we, we need so much of it to just do that, just to be a human. So just another reminder that food is never earned. You, it is not something that is earned. Um, you, like having a cupcake should not be, it. like having, you know, for exa- I'll use a cupcake as an example. Having a cupcake as a reward should only be labeled as a reward if you're like celebrating something. Like if you're celebrating like a milestone in life, it has nothing to do with food or exercise. Like say like you graduated high school or college or like, and you have a cake to celebrate, like that's when that's a reward for what you did, but you can also have cake whenever you want. <laughs> like you don't, you know, like you could have cake on a Tuesday afternoon afternoon at 4 30 PM after doing nothing all day. If, if you just sat in bed, like that's fine as well. Like I, again, this food is not earned and I hope you got something out of at least one of these. Cause even just doing one of these, applying one of these to your life will literally, you know, the more you do it, it'll just, it, it'll really benefit you. You will really see a difference in the best way possible. Um, and like I said, I know it can be really tough and tricky at first and it feels like a huge change. And I get that. Cause it, you know, given the context, these are pretty huge changes to do, but they're physically really small, <laughs> but they have such a huge um, potential to significantly boost your recovery process and, how you feel physically, mentally, um, it just makes life a lot. Or it just makes life better. It makes recovering a little bit easier. And um, and you'll feel more accomplished as well. It's like, because like I said, if you, know, if you told me a couple of years ago, I wouldn't wear my watch for a workout, I'd call you insane. But now it's like, it feels normal and natural. And it's like, like I said, I want to try and increase the rate in which I don't wear it. <laughs> or like, you know, if you told me I would delete all those old photos of me you know critiquing and body checking like if i if you told me a year or two ago that i would delete those all those from my phone i would again call you insane but now i feel so good that i did and i feel more accomplished and i feel like i'm making the correct strides in recovery so like i said give these a try if you feel comfortable um they will really go a long way and i really hope you enjoy listening to this one thank you very much Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. If you found this episode relatable, if you resonated with it in any way, if it made you feel less alone, that's truly amazing. That's incredible. Um, Cause that's the goal of this podcast. I really want to make and help others feel less alone, in whatever they're going through, because this, this stuff is tough, you know, like ED recovery is tough and I never want anyone to feel alone in this. Cause I know there were times I felt alone. So, um, I never want anyone to feel alone, so if you um, found this episode enjoyable, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Check out my TikToks. Um, I will leave all those links in the description. I really appreciate you listening. You're all the best. Have a great rest of your day.